0: Boost your mood in New Jersey. Surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. back to The Excellent Everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, starting in November, we move our studios back to Niagara to the new broadcast center of NNTV. And we're looking forward to that. Back in Niagara after starting the show back in the Niagara, going back 20 years ago. My heavens, a complete circle. My guest this hour is Barbara With. And uh, Barbara is an international peace activist, award-winning author, psychic channel, composer, performer, workshop facilitator, and inspirational speaker. Her books include Imagining Einstein or Imaging Einstein, Essays on M-Theory, World Peace, and The Science of Compassion, the winner of two 2007 book awards. Party of Twelve, The Afterlife Interviews, winner of the 2008 Beach Book Awards for Spirituality. Party of Twelve, Post 9-11, the true story of her journey to become the emissary for Albert Einstein, and the diaries of a psychic sorority talking with the angels. Joining me now is Barbara Within. Barbara, welcome to the X-Zone.
1: Good evening, Rob. Thanks for having me.
0: So tell me, when did you know that you were a psychic?
1: Um, I always like to preface my psychic work with my musical work. Because I began writing music probably when I was about 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And that kind of experience of going into the nothing and pulling out words and melody and meaning really was the preamble to be able to um, become a channel myself. In high school, I went to a channel. She happened to be the mother of a friend of mine, and we didn't call it channeling back then, all those many years ago. Uh, but I studied with her for probably about 10 years, and it was in 1987 that I started to spontaneously automatic write. And because of my experience, I, had, I knew what it was, but it was still very um, you know, exciting and a surprise. So after writing for about a year, I took a chance at a small gathering, and I spoke as my mentor had. And that was the beginning of a very long and wild ride uh, into the world of channeling and eventually discovering um, Einstein.
0: Tell me, what was it like the first time that you, uh, you, you did a channeled reading for someone and, and they validated everything that you were saying?
1: Well, after the year that I sat writing, people would come over and I would write um, there was a lot of positive feedback, and people wanted more of it. But when I really got the validation was the first time that I spoke. I was in a small group at a party, and I explained to everybody you know, what, what was going on and, and would mm-hmm. they be willing to experiment. And One man was very skeptical and kind of cynical, and I told him I respected his view, but if he could just be respectful of his questions... Um, And then I kind of closed my eyes, not really knowing what I was doing, but I felt this shift inside me of energy, like there was this flow from my feet up through my head, as if something was sort of whooshing by me, and I began to speak, and I honestly don't remember what was said, that was many years ago, but when I was through, I had gone around and addressed everybody individually, and when I was through and opened up my eyes, probably about half the people were crying. And I don't think it was because of bad things, but it just resonated so deeply mm-hmm. with people, and they wanted more. And that was sort of all I needed as far as validation of that talent. Um, validation that it's Einstein, um, that's a, kind of another more complicated thing. Well, let's talk
0: about that when we come back from this two-minute commercial break, Barbara. Barbara With is my special guest, www.barbarawith.com. That's B-A-R-B-A-R-A-W-I-T-H dot com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell, www.exxonradiotv.com. Barbara, with us, our special guest explanation. www.barbarawith.com. That's www.barbarawith.com. Barbara, how did you learn that you were actually channeling Albert Einstein? Well,
1: that was a very slow unfolding. Um, when I first started spontaneously writing, I, of mm-hmm. course, asked, You know, who are you? And I got the answer that they were sound. And I didn't quite understand what that meant, but it made sense considering my life as a composer and a musician. So for many years, I just, when people would come for readings, I would say I was a conduit for your higher power speaking through me. And that's about all it was. Um, But in uh, 1993, I began to do groups with two other women and uh, held... Uh, some master sessions to see what would happen, what would be said if there was a group of people. And in that time period, the girls asked, who are you? And they said, you can call us angels. And at the time, I was a little suspect, frankly. I have always been something of a skeptical person, which I think is a healthy thing. But it just didn't feel right to me. But, you know, it felt better than some strange name from Egypt or, you know, everybody had Ankara or Solaris or whatever. Yeah. So we went with the angels for a while. And in 1998, I, when I was writing my second book, Party of Twelve, The Afterlife Interviews, um, one of the interviewees in that book was Einstein, and when I did that session, my literary agent was asking the questions and conducting the interviews, and we had chosen to uh, try to put together this book to see uh, what kind of information we could glean. And when Einstein got it into the queue, it was an old, familiar voice, like putting on old slippers, and I thought, this is just too um, familiar to me. But I kind of went along still very skeptical. The information, though, was what, what, what was important to me, what was being said, um, and how did that hold up, you know, in the practical world as well as the spiritual world. And it was very uh, practical information that I was receiving from these angels. So in 2005, the anniversary of his Einstein's um, Miracle Year of 1905, um, 2005 was declared the Year of Physics by the United Nations in honor of Einstein. And I thought, I'll do this little book. I'll just do a book just channeling Einstein. Let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And from that has come a really a most amazing tiny little book about uh, the manifestation of matter, uh, human consciousness, maps of human consciousness. Uh, And it was really that book that I was able to take this documented information that was very strictly Einstein and start to uh, test the validity and see the feedback and see what people felt about it. And in um, 2007, when I really released it, I met up with the Crimson Circle, which is another spiritual channeling group. And they all believed that there were dead people <laughs> that you talked to. There was no skepticism there. And when I entered in with Einstein, they all really validated um, the experience of that. But right now, I am finding as I put this information in front of um, the scientific community, not the metaphysical or you know, the paranormal community, there's a lot of exciting response about, about the unified field that has come through this and the maps of human consciousness and how it all works. Um, I think the maps hold up well against any scientific theory that I found that is a unified field, which are, you know, there's three or four out there right now that are pretty, pretty solid and very similar. Uh, to, to what is contained in that book. So you know, maybe the jury's still out, <laughs> but at least I'm, I'm open in looking and testing and um, experimenting with that. I personally believe that we'll never really know, but that you get to have a subjective opinion. And my opinion is that it is Einstein. It's just too profound of information for me, Barb White. I, I never went to college. You know, I went right on, a, on the road in rock and roll right out of high school. I mm-hmm. dropped out of physics class. So there's a lot of um, many, many pieces of the puzzle that make an argument for it being Einstein.
0: Does channeling affect you personally?
1: You know, it for me, it actually does. It's a very dissociative process. And um. I myself have, um, through the years, experienced some mental challenges. Um, You might call them disorders, what have you. Um, You know, the really rigid scientific medical community uh, tells me that there's some schizophrenia or dissociative identity disorder that goes on. Um, And yet, um, some of the brilliance and the genius that comes out of that you know alleged disorder (laughs) uh, is so profound so i have to ground and i have to make sure that i uh, take very good care of myself because it, it is a kind of dissociative experience
0: so how do you ground yourself how do you protect yourself
1: well it's a lot of learning um people often ask me after a session if I'm tired and I describe it as a marathon runner who goes out and does a couple miles. So some of it is just, it's so innate in me, I've been channeling for so long. Some of it I really do have to, um, I have to have my regular yoga classes. Um, There's a process that came through in the channeling with the angels that is now called Conflict Revolution. And it's Einstein's revolutionary way of dealing with conflict on the inner level of the psyche and I pretty much have to adhere to that in order to uh feel this energy a lot of feeling and breathing and and reducing my thinking, you know, worrying fluctuations of the mind, mm-hmm. being close to nature. I live a very simple life on a very simple in a simple place here in northern Wisconsin and um, surround myself with people who um understand and support it rather than are constantly bringing it down or tearing it down. Um, Although, like I said, I like to be open to to the scrutiny of skepticism. I really enjoy that, but for the most part it's basic good hygiene and self-love.
0: Tell me, why do you think uh, Albert Einstein chose you to be his, his communication link with this world?
1: You know, Rob, I ask myself that a lot, especially when it's difficult mm-hmm. when when the road gets very difficult and heavy from carrying this burden. Um, some people, uh, it's hard to convey that while it all sounds really exciting on paper, that it's been a big challenge for me in my life, especially in my mental health, because it's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, it really can be very crazy. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I, I wondered... You know, does Barbara Walters ask herself why was she born to grow up to be a woman who got to interview all the famous people? Maybe she does, I suppose. Yeah, but she chose end, she
0: chose that field. She chose that field. She went to journalism school. She, she she groomed herself for that.
1: Yes, but a lot of people do and never make it.
0: Those who really try do.
1: Well, yes. Uh yes, and, and I suppose in a way, um, you know, in a, in a bigger maybe soul level, mm-hmm. you know, what, I, what did I come here to do? You know, it was imprinted on my DNA. Um, I, and, of course, I'm completely, I've been completely fascinated by this line of work for a very long time, but I really don't know. I don't know why I was chosen to carry forth this information, but uh, I'm very honored.
0: Uh, have you ever asked
1: well, you know, yes, and sort of like you know, you volunteered and you were chosen. Oh, I see.
0: Now, I, I, you're you're very musically inclined. Do you think that there's a connection between music and those who have the ability to channel or who are psychically attuned to the outside world?
1: Well, I don't know if there's necessarily a connection. Uh, at, over, o- across the board, but I do know that when you perform music, or mm-hmm. even when you listen to music, the effect of the sound takes you outside of the regular world. You know how you hear a song that was important to you as, as a teenager, and sure. boom, you're right back there. Yeah. And some of that is that if when you look at the maps um, of consciousness that Einstein has put forth, um, matter really in the source uh, before it becomes the physical world um, the progression from sort of the nothingness you know the void into the mathematics that then become the matter there's a very sequential place in the process where sound emerges uh, before light actually so i think that sound plays a very important part of all of creation uh, everything has a vibration and a tone underneath it. So music is really intertwined in that.
0: You and I have to take a commercial break. Please stand by, Barbara. We'll be back on the other side of the news. Exonation. Nation, Barbara with us, our special guest. Her website is www.barbarawith.com. That's B-A-R-B-A-R-A-W-I-T-H dot com. And don't forget, starting November 2010, that's in about two months from now, the X-Zone will be broadcasting from our new broadcast home at NNTV, a brand new network in Niagara, Ontario. We're going to be we're going to be broadcasting radio and television at the very same time from their uh, theater studio that's located on Queen Street in Niagara Falls. And we'll have all the information. If you're in the Niagara Falls area, you're more than welcome to drop in to us and uh, sit down and be part of the audience at the Xone Radio TV show. That'll be broadcast from the studios of NNTV. 1-800-610-7035 worldwide, toll free. My email address, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV and Hotmail.com, and our website, www.ExxonRadioTV.com. Once again, Barbara With is our special guest, and her website, www.BarbarAWith.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back right after this news break. Don't go away. dot It would be to show me how you feel more than words. Is all you have to do to make it real? Then you would. Exo Nation Barbara with is my special guest this hour. Her website is www.barbarawith.com. Barbara, how does your channeling uh, differ from other channelers?
1: Well, I I think there's a a segment of channelers presently that are really dealing with kind of high-level information. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the power of what my work is about is taking some very complex ideas and systems and bringing that, them down into a completely practical worldview that really does uh, not only resolve the conflict within the psyche, but then changes your relationship to the physical world to be more fluid, to be more magical, um, and whole, holistic, unified, obviously, is Einstein's um, feeling. And he created a process, um, I believe, because when he was living, he was such a peace advocate. He traveled the world um, trying to get a, a government, universal government, trying to unite people. But he realized that, uh, I think one of his famous quotes is, it's easier to denature plutonium than it is to get evil out of the hearts of humans. Mm. So this process is really a very simple to understand but powerful process of change in your relationship to yourself that you can do anywhere. In the supermarket line is one of his favorite places to talk about it, um, and and so that's how I think it differs. It's very practical and it's very um, interactive. So it gives you clear things to do in your life to uh, resolve the conflicts of the. Inner world that then manifests outwardly as peace and abundance and manifestation, etc.
0: What do people say when you talk to them and they say, "Well, so Barbara, what do you do?" And you say, "Well, I, I I channel Albert Einstein." You know what's what's their what's their initial reaction?
1: Well, you you have to of course realize that I I don't always say that quite like that. Um, Uh, One of the things about the book, in fact, Imagining Einstein, was that I got a grant from my local arts foundation here, and I was going to call it Channeling Einstein, but I knew a lot of the people on the board were from the church, and I didn't want to upset anyone, so uh, I called it Imagining. Um, I think it's all across the board, Rob. I mean, some people are like, you what? You know, and other people are just, their eyes light up and they're like, really? I got to hear this because I love Einstein. So many people love Einstein still in the world. And he's still a rock star. Uh, and I travel the world um, right. speaking and channeling and, and doing my workshops. And the people who come who who are so curious about him are always, almost always uh, transformed in some way. So I, I try to, you know, gauge my shock level <laughs> depending on who I'm talking to.
0: You know, why I asked her that is we we've had guests on the show over the 20 years during the show now who channel Lady Diana, John Lennon, President Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, uh, and, and the list goes on. And I love asking them that question because I never get the same reply. Um, well, is, is there a central theme of questions that people ask Einstein about? Are they mostly scientific, or do people ask actually ask about their own lives?
1: Both. Um, it, it runs the gamut. I would say the most consistent questions are about the nature of reality. Mm-hmm. But people are so right now into quantum physics, and you know what is this? You know, physics and spirituality are kind of merging. You yep. know, Greg Braden and all of that. So most of the bulk of the question is about is about reality and the nature of reality and our relationship to it. But when people come for private readings, which I, which I do um, over the phone, um, they ask a lot of personal questions, and the answers are provide them with basically step-by-step instructions as to how to have a new approach to those old problems that then transform them on everyday basis. And I have thousands of people through the years who have told me the revolutionary um, effect that this process that Einstein has brought forth has had on their lives i mean miracles and physical transformations um i had a woman uh, a lot of people use this process to deal with their depression or or i have a woman in uh Raleigh North Carolina right now who's using this process of Einsteins to help heal her diabetes. Um, so there's every level across the board that people apply this information to that has a really a fairly profound effect.
0: Is there a message that Einstein would like the world to know? Is there something he'd like to tell the world?
1: I think, beside uh, from this body of work, yeah. that he would want to say, it all begins within you. And anything else is kind of an illusion that it doesn't so that people can empower themselves and know themselves Mm -hmm. and change themselves in order to make the world a better place.
0: What does Einstein say the other side or wherever wherever he is is like? Does Does he make a comparison with that reality to the reality that he knew on this side?
1: Well, actually, what he says right in the beginning of the book is that after he lost his physical body, um, he realized that the... I think in his time they called it the ethers. Mm-hmm. I think now they call it dark energy and dark matter, that you know, 90% of the universe is really unaccounted for. Yeah. And when he lost his physical body and became pure energy and consciousness he realized that this was a very familiar place because it was very much like dreams and imagination. And that goes back to the beginning of our conversation where with music, you know, you go into the nothingness and out of your just imagination, you pull melody and meaning and words. And I think that's what his his first uh, impression was, not only that there was this amazing order to these multiple complex systems, but that it was a very familiar place, this afterlife, and that part of us, part of you, part of me, energetically, even as we speak, exists in that state. So that afterlife really isn't, you know, you're living and now you're dead. It's, it's a part of you, even when you're alive, that when the body, you know, E equals MC squared, well, right. you take away the mass, and just mathematically the energy increases, you know, exponentially. So it was very
0: familiar to him. It's like we go through life being the caterpillar, and when we go on to the next uh, next part of our journey, we go through the metamorphosis, and we become a butterfly.
1: Yep.
0: Yes, absolutely. Excellent. Barbara with us, our special guest. Uh, her book is entitled Imaging Einstein, Essays on the M-Theory, World Peace, and the Science of Compassion. Her website is www.barbarawith. Dot com. That's www.barbarawith.com. Now, how did you come to travel the world teaching and training ConRev and channeling Einstein?
1: I had the opportunity when my first book came out, or when the book first came out, um, to appear at an event that was held by uh, the Crimson Circle, um, which is uh, Jeff Hoppy and uh, Linda Benio and they, they channel. And they have a following around the world Mm -hmm. and a beautiful live um, internet uh, calming response system but I started to get invitations Mm -hmm. from everywhere and I thought you know this will keep me busy for about five years so (laughs) that was three years ago and now I'm still going Uh, I'll be going back to Norway and Bucharest maybe Bulgaria and Austria this winter um, and doing the work It's very exciting people are ready
0: why do you think people are more interested in channeling psychic phenomenon, uh, the paranormal, at this time of the world's juncture than at any other time in recorded history?
1: Well, I think there's a couple reasons. One is because the, um, the this consciousness-raising, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, that we've all been engaged in for years, is really finally starting to kick in. <laughs> and you know, our expanded awareness, our ability to take in more information to understand greater, you know, we're all bombarded every day by so much knowledge and information. I think also that the world is getting, there's a kind of a you, out of control, you know, the weather and the, you know, it's kind of a scary place and people want to know more. They want to know that there's more than just this finite world. Um, but I also think that physics, and spirituality are on a natural conversion path uh, to unification, and it's time for the world to start thinking in a more unified way. Um, A lot of people in the world are working towards these things, but you never see them on the news. You know, you don't see them necessarily, um, you know, in the streets. You don't know who they are, but there's a lot of people who just want to know Then, you know, why am I here? And Mm -hmm. how is matter created? Um, Natural part of this evolution. Heaven knows where we're going, but (laughs) very exciting time.
0: What does Einstein say about the, the nuclear thread that the world is teetering on these days?
1: Well, you know, he put out a paper, actually posthumously, um, Bertrand Russell, and he were working on a paper at the end of his life called the Russell-Einstein Manifesto that got read in July of 1955 in London. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a prophetic paper about, you know, if nuclear power, and this is 55, so if nuclear weapons continue like this, we're pretty much going to destroy the Earth. And I think if, in his... Um, in the place of afterlife when he, when he died he, he was so obsessed not only with finding a unified field but how his work had impacted the planet what was Hiroshima and Nagasaki and mm-hmm. such that he brought this pressing need into the afterlife which was a lot of why I think he worked so hard to find a way to get it, this information back out because theoretically this conflict revolution that he's created and has tested with me and my associates for many years, reduces this internal conflict that then doesn't have to manifest outside as far as wars or fighting or... You, know, you deal with it on this inner level and it naturally brings a peaceful environment. Um, so I think this is his, you know, his legacy to answer what he might have done while he was alive that might have helped promote, you know, propagate nuclear weapons knowing that you can't really, you know, he tried the government, you know, he tried the international world government and realized that people were never going to get along, mm-hmm. so he had to start with one person at a time. Did he, he ever have any
0: did answer. he did he ever have any regrets um with his part in the development of nuclear annihilation?
1: He he did. He And he clearly says in the book that he was a pacifist. You know, he was a very vocal pacifist for a very long time until Hitler. Mm -hmm. And then he was torn because he didn't think he could just stand by and not, you know, be an activist for peace. Um, And so part of his incentive to get the government to start the development of nuclear weapons was because he was afraid that... um, uh, the German government was already ahead of it. I don't think he ever imagined that we would do that and then turn around and bomb bomb Japan. And that experience of bringing the nuclear weapons into reality, um, and 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 those two bombs going off, I think, just completely sickened him in his soul. And he probably didn't live the last ten years of life, of his life with anything other than the obsession about. How could you change this, you know? Um, so it's really brilliant, I think, that he's he's come back to present this process that's so effective and revolutionary. Now, the challenge is to inspire people to want to um, live that worldview for themselves.
0: Does someone on the other side have the ability to look into the future?
1: Yes, to a certain extent. Um, I think there's potentials. You know, mathematical equations, mm-hmm. possibilities, probabilities, you know, sure sure bets, and kind of um, predict. I know that in my readings, um, I don't tout myself as someone who's going to, you know, predict when your boyfriend's coming back. But there certainly have been a lot of prophetic information through the years that is, is stunning to me.
0: All right. Stand by, Barbara. You and I have to take our final break. Exonation, Barbara with us, our special guest www.barbarawith.com. She's the author of Imaging Einstein, Essays on M-Theory, World Peace, and the Science of Compassion. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we do our wrap-up for tonight, Monday, September the 13th in the year 2010. We'll be back. Don't go away. And welcome back, everyone. Barbara With is our special guest, and the name of her book is Imagining Einstein, Essays on M-Theory, World Peace, and the Science of Compassion. Her website is www.barbarawith.com. And Barbara, where can listeners get copies of your book, Imagining Einstein?
1: Well, you can uh, go to my website or any of the online bookstores, or you could special order from a storefront. Um, Pretty much available everywhere.
0: Super. Uh, what advice would you give others who wish to become the change and uh, make a difference in this conflicted world, Barbara?
1: Um, I would just say that we have so much more power and influence than we ever give ourselves credit for, mm-hmm. so to really look at your own life, your own thoughts, your own decision, you know your own contributions uh, is really where our power lies, and that's I think where people really want to go and know how to use.
0: Now, where can people actually go to see you channel, Einstein?
1: Uh, well, uh, this week on the September 17th, I'll be at hand with Seeds in Stoughton, Wisconsin. But you can check my website, com, for all my appearances around the world.
0: Tell me, what, or has anybody ever asked Einstein what his take on December the 21st, 2012 will be?
1: Um. I, I don't think anyone has specifically asked him, but there have been some questions in some groups that have been, a, you know, kind of the collective voice mm-hmm. of the party. And 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 the whole idea is that prophecies um, are not to be necessarily lived by. That really, it was it, it, the 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 prediction. It'll it'll be much like Y two K. There's so much change going on that that particular date in this particular year and all of that um, is really not going to have that big an impact itself but of course we're all on this movement of evolutionary pushing forth consciousness that is only going to continue into 2012.
0: What is your major prediction for the world in the next year?
1: Oh, I think there's going to be a lot of miracles. There's going to be a lot of um alternative energy inventions coming mm-hmm. up. There's going to be um new cooperative peace measures internationally. Um a lot of personal satisfaction and gain. I think we're I think we're in an upswing.
0: I think we're finally getting it.
1: I think a bunch of us are. Yeah.
0: I know that you're one lady who certainly is and Barbara, it's been a great pleasure talking to you this past hour. Please don't be a stranger. And the next time you're talking to Einstein, just say, hey, you know the guy who does the Exxon? He said to say hi. Okay.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Take care of yourself. Continued success, Barbara. Barbara, with us has Thank been my you. special guest this hour, Exo Nation. The name of her book is Imagining Einstein, Essays on M-Theory, World Peace, and the Science of Compassion. Once again, her website is www.barbarawith.com. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'd like to thank our listeners around the world, whether you're in your car, your home, at work, wherever. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your day or your night. Who knows where it is around this great big world of ours. As I always say, if you have a child at home, give them a hug, give them a kiss. The children of today are the leaders of tomorrow and and if you can help a friend out a neighbor out someone in need please do so until tomorrow night always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light good night everyone texting privacy policy terms and conditions posted at textplan.us texting and rules for recurring on text marketing messages message data rates may apply reply stop to opt out
1: Text KID to 323232.